Welcome into the Section 113 podcast as the Blazers getting set to take on the Memphis Grizzlies on Wednesday night. Travis Demers here with you. Joined now for the first time on this podcast by Trailblazers coach Chauncey Billups. Coach, you guys had a, a few days off. It's, it's weird that this early in the season you get a long stretch like that where you don't have games. What did you guys do at the time? Man, we took took full advantage of it. We needed some rest. Uh, we had been going real strong. Um, so we had a couple of days off in there and a couple of real work days where we was able to uh, get a lot of work in, you know, on some, some areas uh, that we needed some improvement in. So it was we took full advantage of it. It was great. You know, at this point of the season, um, you look around and, and this team is exceeding expectations from the outside. What, have, what has this team done as far as the expectations from the inside? Well, we're, we're to me, you know, and I've said this, I've been very public about it. I've been talking about it in private with my squad. Um, I, don't have no, I don't have a numbers or expectation of what our season should be. My biggest thing is I want us to play together on both sides of the floor and be connected. And I think teams that do that, there is no ceiling for teams that do that, you know. So um, I feel like when it comes to that, we're off to a really good start. I feel like our connection is growing. Um, We've been really good, I think, on both sides of the floor at times. And then we've had some lapses, obviously. So we've stayed together and we we just hang in, you know, every single game, whether we win or lose, we, we, we do it together. One of the old cliches about basketball in, in the NBA is that the teams that have the most continuity from year to year get off to the best starts. You had you don't have a lot of continuity from last year. There are some guys that were on the team last year, but they didn't really play together, and some new players and all of that. So, how have you been able to, you know, kind of uh, avoid what could be a slow start with a lack of continuity? Yeah, I think you 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 have to. Um, you really, to me, you you really have to build that type of chemistry and continuity in practice. Um, It was one of the reasons why I wanted to go away for training camp, you know, um, for us to just be able to build not only in practice, but when we have opportunities to connect with each other when practice is not going, whether it's dinners, whether it's little outings, whether it's a little pool workout, like I believe that those things translate to when you're on the floor. And so whenever we get those opportunities, um, we take we take advantage of them. We really do. So I think that those things have they've just translated to um, a lot of our performance on the court. We look ahead to Memphis. Uh, a couple injury things to get out of the way. The team put out a statement today that uh, Gary Payton the second is closer to getting back. He'll obviously miss the game against Memphis and the road trip. But when when you look at what this team has been able to do defensively, you talk about the connectivity. Obviously, he fits in, but what does that do to the rotation? Who plays with who when he is back out on the floor? That's something that we're going to have to find out, Travis. I don't, I don't know. You know, um, none of us have played with Gary Payton, so we'll have to just see how he fits in when he comes back. That's something that we'll think about and talk about when it happens. But we got bigger fish to fry right now. You know, um, with this road trip we got coming up after this really tough. Memphis game, so we'll have to worry about that when we can. What's the latest with Dame? I think he's progressing every day. Um, I don't know when he'll be back or have a time frame on it, but um, just to see him, he's in this building all day, every day, he won't leave, so he's, he's getting better. With Josh Hart, I mean, the, we were surprised. I was surprised to see the news about the concussion protocol. I didn't see where he got hit, but 
Uh, no, no updates in a couple of days. What can you tell us? Yeah, uh, he's getting better. He's getting better, and he, he actually, I've seen when he fell, you know, he takes those really hard falls, and he hit his head on the floor. So I was worried about it when it happened in live action, um, but he passed the the little protocol, the little test, you know, when it happened, and then he went in the back and passed it again, so he was able to return. But, uh, yeah, he's been progressing every day. He, he finally he got some shots in with us today, so I'm hoping, you know, that uh, that, that he'll be back. With Josh, last year, you know, his, his role was very different, right, because the roster around him was different. There are times where he had to be the go-to guy. He had that 44-point game. That's not what his role is on this team. So has, has what he done, is this exactly what you envisioned for Josh Hart? It is. It is. I think Josh is one of the best in our league. It's like a, uh, you know, he's, he's one of those glue guys. He's one of those guys that he, he's, he's, like, become our pretty much heart and soul. I mean, he's so damn tough. He takes on these tough matchups for us. He's one of the best in the league as a guard to go get a rebound and push and finish. Um, and this is when we made the trade for him um, last year. This is what I envisioned for Josh Hart and saying, okay, we're going to surround him with a lot of really good players and let Josh Hart just be Josh Hart. Uh, last injury question for you. What's the latest with Trenton Watford? Trenton is coming around, man. He, he practiced with us, uh, not full practice, but he did a lot of our stuff today. It was good to see him out there in a lot of five-on-oh situations. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, trying to work him back into the mix too. So with Dame out for the game against Memphis, I'm assuming that, that Shaden's going to be back in the starting lineup. Uh, I think a lot of people were surprised in the opener because you kind of kept things close to, your, to the vest a little bit that that he got early minutes and that he was in the rotation and firmly in the rotation so quickly what led to you being so confident in Shaden that he was going to be able to step in game one and contribute well I thought he had a good training camp you know he showed me some things in the training camp on both ends of the floor I said you know I don't think it's going to be as long as I thought it was going to be you know for he before he makes the rotation and he just kept getting better, he kept getting better. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I just felt like, hey, I've been a young player in this league before, and I understand that um, the best experience is, is, is actually getting out there. You know, I can preach to him so he's blowing the face, I'm blowing the face about what you should do when a guy top blocks you, what you should do when you see a guy step up. But until you actually get out there in the hit and start to figure these things out for yourself, it, 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 it's tough. So I said, why not start with his development right away? And I'm not afraid of youth. I'm not afraid of playing young guys. Um, if you're going to accept some coaching and you're going to try really hard every single night, I'm not afraid of that. And um, I know a lot of people was surprised by me putting them in there so early, but Youth doesn't, it, it, that don't scare me, you know. Um, not being engaged and not being professional and not working and those things scare me. He's none of those things. Somebody posted a video the other day of Dame's first NBA, uh, first ever NBA game. It was against the Lakers. It was opening night. And, you know, at the time, we didn't really know what Dame was going to turn into. But some of the plays that he was making, you look at him now, you know, 10-plus years later, and it's like, okay, I, I can definitely see Dame's game in, in that that rookie first game performance 
and you kind of look at, at Shaden and what we've seen early from him, are, what do you see from him that is, okay, that is, that's some things that can clearly be him as a veteran guy, as people are getting excited about jumping all over the gym and all of that, but where are the things that he needs to come along with? Understanding. You know, a lot of the things that he needs to come along the furthest with is just understanding the NBA game, understanding the game plan, understanding the timing on certain plays. Okay, you know that you know the play now, but do you understand the timing? When should you start coming off? When should you set this screen? Defensively, understanding, knowing your personnel. He, he's, he's never seen most of these guys play. He never even, he doesn't know most of the teams we play, he, don't, he barely knows their name. So studying what Desmond Bain is going to do tomorrow night, you know what I mean, when I'm on him, he's one of the top probably five shooters in the league. Oh, I got to make sure that I can't give him a look, you know. Um, just little things like that is where he needs to grow the most. And um, we're going to just keep trying to speed him up as much as we can. With Memphis, they just came off of losing two games in Utah, but Bain didn't play last game. Jaron Jackson Jr. has been out. Jaw's back, and he was incredible last night because he's been unbelievable so far this season. But with with Memphis, they're not quite the same team that you guys saw last year that you went 3-1 and one against. So what do you see with this Grizzlies team as they are right now? Yeah, but that's a team that's they, – they, they're going to be there at the end, man. They're, they're a tough, tough team. Um, I think right now they're scoring a lot of points. Their defense, ha- defense hasn't been great thus far, but it will be. You know, they were they had a really good defense last year. Um, they're probably just, you know, just getting in the form. They've been injured, obviously. You got a lot of guys playing that are new for them that are still trying to probably learn their culture. So, you know, they'll come in here guns blazing, man. You know, losing two games on the road like that. They're coached incredibly well with Taylor. And Jaws obviously a big issue and a big problem. So, We'll see. It'll be fun. You look around from last year, and there was just so much chaos on the team, front office, all over the place. This year, you know, for the most part, guys are healthy, or if it's not anything long-term. You look around, and the front office is now more stable. The roster is more stable. There's more stability all the way around. How much different of a feel is that to know, okay, I can just focus on basketball, and we can, we can move on and just do what we're here to do? It's night and day. It's night and day, man. Um... You know, we, we uh, man, we, it was, it was, the whole thing was in influx last year, man. And it just feels so good, like, you know, to have that stability, to have everybody kind of not only know their role, know who they are, but embrace it and love it. You know, um, the energy here is just, it's like night and day from um, when I got here. And I think that we all benefit from that. Coach, appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us on the Section 113 podcast, and we'll see you Wednesday night. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it, Charles. All right, big thanks to Trailblazers head coach Chauncey Billups. Wednesday night, it's the Blazers and the Grizzlies, the final game of this four-game homestand. Mike Lynch will have pregame for you coming up at 6 o'clock. Then Michael Holton and I will have tip-off at 7. Then it is off to the road for a six-game road trip. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Section 113 podcast. We'll see you next time.